Traffic concerns in Windermere, alternative water for Oakland. The Garden Theater has drama, and not the kind you'd think. And the fate has been decided for a near centuries-old structure in Winter Garden. The date is June 23rd, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. Town of Windermere residents now will reap the effects of a proposed solution to address traffic concerns along Oakdale Street. Just not the solution they originally anticipated. Residents along Oakdale Street have expressed issues with cut-through traffic, speeding, stop sign running, and aggressive driving behaviors. To review the situation, staff placed traffic devices along Oakdale Street, although the traffic data didn't show a speeding issue. Staff took the perceptions of aggressive driving and cut-through driver negligence as a catalyst to create a solution. Now, after the public meetings, the idea to close off some access roads into the quadrant was proposed. However, not all were in favor of the original proposed closures. But last week's meeting... The council member, Bill Martini, presented an alternative option from the original proposal, and that was to close East 8th Avenue at Main Street and East 7th Avenue at Midblock. But one council member, Tony Davitt, well, he disagreed with the proposal. He said he was concerned about the lack of notification to residents and the lack of engineering. Now, it seems like he was a lone wolf here, a free thinker, as I like to say. However, even with his dissenting vote, the motion was carried. Now, if the program is successful, staff will draft an ordinance for permanent closures. All the details in this week's paper. Now, as we travel through West Orange, Oakland officials have adopted a facilities plan to move forward with the town's alternative water supply project. The facility would harvest stormwater discharging to Lake Apopka in an effort to offset the town's potable water demand for landscape irrigation. The town has been working toward an alternative water supply since 2019 when officials created a water facilities supply work plant. Now, I remember there was a recent election where the opponent, the opposition candidate, was uh, This was one of his issues, I think, that this was not something that the town was doing. But they've been working on it since 2019, as we're told here. Now, the cost for construction is estimated to be at $4 million. But that's a big project and a very important one. Now, you know, I go through, I go through the stories here. I, you know, as I say to people, this is kind of like a Paul Harvey-style, you know, operation here. But if you want to read all the stories, if you want to read all the details, well, you go to orangeobserver.com. Another great place is the Facebook. You know, you could like and comment and heart and 
all that kind of stuff. Share, you know. The real, the real stories are available to you for free online. It's not like some of these other uh, newspapers in town. you got to pay for things. No. This is a service to the community. This has been going on for 116 years. This is the true paper of record in West Orange County. All right, let's see here. Drama at the Garden Theater. Turnover and highly visible roles at the Garden Theater has some questioning the future direction for the Winter Garden Entertainment Company. Artistic director Joseph Walsh has resigned after three years at the venue. The theater then announced former artistic director Rob Anderson would return to the role on an interim basis until a permanent replacement was selected. However, Anderson left the post after Well, after one week. Now, the board chair of the Garden Theater did make a quote, and he basically explained that they thought they were going in the right direction and that they did not ask Walsh to step down. Walsh confirmed he was not asked to resign, but said workplace circumstances led to his decision. Now, to be sure, although Walsh's departure was the most visible, it wasn't the only one. But one Ron Miles, who worked with Walsh in the recent production of Parade, as well as two other shows, said of Walsh, quote, Joe created a very supportive and inclusive working environment. What I saw was that his commitment to inclusion and diversity is more than just words. I am worried that with his departure, the Garden Theater will move backwards in those areas. Not necessarily intentionally, but without a strong advocate to push for those things, the natural tendency will be to regress to the norm, end quote. Okay. Don't forget to check out the sports in this week's paper, the hyper-local sports. Andrea Mujica focuses on the sports as well as other subjects. She is our newest staff writer. You know, we got a great team. Um, A friend of mine, Cindy Gustafson, who is really just, in so many ways, the face of the newspaper, a wonderful human being. Well, I was talking to her the other day, and she referred to them as the A-team. And I thought, well, that's appropriate. They are excellent. But, you know, she, she said to me, well, they're all also, all the names begin with A. You got Andrea Mujica, Annabelle Sykes, the great Annabelle Sykes, and the legendary Amy Quessenberry. All right? So all their stories are in there. They just do an incredible job at preserving our history. We are the paper of record, as I always say. Um, You know, maybe I got to do a special episode with them on. You know, I kind of thought of that, and I called Cindy. I think I will, but we got to get Amy on. You know, but Amy might be tough. I know she's shy. She's a very humble person, very talented, able, wonderful person that needs to come on this show. All right, so we're going to make that work out somehow. Now, okay, so let's get into the sponsor. The sponsor is Foundation Academy. Now, they have been serving a Christ-centered education to the students and families of Central Florida since 1958. Now, I say it all the time. They are the best school. My child goes to this school. It's been a tremendous blessing in our lives. These children are alone with people that you don't really know. It's important 
to make sure that your principles and values align with the people who are behind closed doors with your children. Foundation Academy, where character matters. And now we're going to go into the final page here, that is the final segment. One century ago, there were only two ways to communicate with folks near and far. Send a letter or make an operator-assisted telephone call. To make a call, residents relied on a telephone operator to complete the connection. In Winter Garden's early days of telephones, you likely were assisted by Ina Jean, Ruby, Ruth, May, or one of the many local women who operated the switchboard for the Florida Telephone Corporation. The phone company played an important role in West Orange and provided communication service in the area and offered citizens employment opportunities for decent pay. A majority of the workers were women, and they became a tight-knit family who celebrated together all of life's milestones, engagements, marriages, babies, and more. The operators were the first to know all the news that was happening back in the day. You see, they were right there on the switchboard listening to it all. It's incredible to think about, you know, yesteryear. Well, with this story, it all began nearly 100 years ago on North Main Street in a Spanish mission-style building. It was built in 1925. It's all laid out magnificently in this week's paper by the great Amy Questenberry. Now, there is a petition uh, in this week's paper, a link to it, that someone in the community began. Now, many of you have may have seen this on social media the past few days here. The property owners of this nearly 100-year-old building have decided to tear it down. So this petition is an effort to have folks rise up to encourage them not to destroy this structure. You know, this really is a important structure. You know, it brought through so much of our early communications before cell phones and computers, before all of our distractions that make us less attentive to important things. Well, this petition, this petition is going to do no good. Because while we were busy being distracted, the structure loved by so many has already been torn down. It's gone. Now, on social media, there was a lot of tough comments against the church that owned the property, against the city. You know, but I have a different take. Why are we always so quick to get angry at the bottom of the hour when really it's too late? Although a noble and good effort, this petition, you know, two days before a building is scheduled to be demolished, you know, after a year of planning, you know, nobody on those social media comments were kicking themselves for not being involved earlier when, you know, maybe something could have been done. The fact of the matter is we should all be upset that this structure, this part of our history and our heritage is gone. I, for one, am very upset that this structure could not be preserved. You know, to me, every day West Orange looks a little bit more like East Orange. 
But we need to look at the facts, okay? The fact is the First Baptist Church of Winter Garden did try to preserve this structure. It was a termite infestation and other issues. And the whole thing was just too far gone. Now, there's a wonderful group that graciously suggested to buy the house and relocate it, but I'm told that there was another engineer review that even if that effort was approved and that the property owners agreed and that arrangements could have been made, that it just would have collapsed. Now, that's what I'm told. So where does this leave us? Well, the decay probably should never have occurred in the first place. Not too many years ago, that was a working structure. So perhaps if it was not shuttered up and left for so long, maybe, maybe things would be different right now with the fate of that structure. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on this stuff. I don't know every detail. But the property owner was clearly well-intentioned. They have a history of being proactive preservationist within this community. But the building was lost just the same. So perhaps as a community, we need to become more vigilant. If we care about preserving our history, let's take a look around now at what we want to preserve and start the efforts. Start the efforts now before it's too late and we try to make a petition 24 hours before something's getting smashed to the ground. Now, I'm not blaming the petitioner. It was a noble effort, but it was too late. I also think that we must stand in unison to create a definition for what people always refer to as smart growth. You know, I got to be honest, I'm kind of getting well, kind of sick of that phrase because it just seems to me like it just means growth. Maybe we need a proper definition. Maybe that definition should mean no tearing down of historical buildings that represent who we are, our heritage. Maybe it should mean that we don't want any more of our green space being eaten up. You know, the truth is the leaders of this city, they agree. But let's strengthen their resolve. Let's support them. It's easy to not pay attention and then just blame the city, blame the church, active participants of our preservation. You know, there's property rights. I'm a big property rights advocate, but we also live in a civil society and we have the right to protect our heritage. So let's begin that process together. One way is by getting active with the Heritage Foundation. The Heritage Foundation here in Winter Garden does incredible work, not just to protect the history and heritage of Winter Garden, but really West Orange generally. You know, talk to them. Visit their museum. If you have a concern about something, let them know. You know, it's ran by a great man named Jim Crescitelli, a man I am honored to call my friend. And I will tell you, he cares. But they can't do it alone, so support them. Go visit. If you could donate... I would donate, you know. Tell them what you care about. Tell them the structures in our community that you believe should be preserved and why. West Orange, if we seek to remain West Orange, we must be proactive preservationists. Not reactive objectors, but proactive preservationists. You know, the fact is, the city is an ally. That church is an ally. 
The Heritage Foundation is an ally and a great vessel for our children and our children's children. Together, let's preserve West Orange. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy, blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.